ملائکتہ یسلون علی النبی یا ایھا الذین آمنوا صلوا علیہ وسلموا تسلیما اللهم صل على سيدنا مولانا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا مولانا محمد واصحابه بارك وسلم وقال قال تبارك وتعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وتنذروا نفسكم ما قدمت لغدوا واتقوا الله ان الله خبير بما تعملون صدق الله العظيم فموسى سبق الاذن باب الاسلام يبي سبيكينج اباوت ذا الحماس في القبر and in the akhirat and those actions that will protect us in the qabr in the akhirat so we have been speaking about the hadith of nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam that on the day of qiyamah the sun will be so low and people will be sweating some people their sweat will be up to their people's ankles some to their shins some to their knees some even higher than that so much so that nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam said that there will be some people drowning in their people's sweat according to the sins of the people in the dunya but there will be seven people that will be under the shade of the arsh of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we've been speaking about the first two things not in sequence but one of them was imamun adilun and the other one was shabun nasha fi ibadatillah so these two are linked And we said that even though the first part, Imam Al-Adil, refers to a just ruler, but Fuqaha has mentioned that one is a ruler of a country, and one is a ruler of his house. That is, a person in charge of his house is like a ruler. أَلَا كُلُّكُمْ رَائِنْ وَكُلُّكُمْ مَسْغُونٌ عَنْ رَائِيَّتِهِ Every person is a shepherd, and he'll be questioned about those people that are under him. So these two things are, very, are linked. When a parent... He brings up his child in the correct way. They say, Shabun nasha fi ibadatillah. That youngster who is nurtured in the ibadat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in an environment where there is Allah and his Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And these two people, that parent and that child will enjoy the shade on the day of care. When everyone will be drowning in their perspective. So we've mentioned a few points with regards to the upbringing of one's child. And the first thing that we'll mention is that The parent must be a role model. The parent must be a role model. And we mentioned that we all want our children to be like Sheikh Abdul Qadir Jailani, rahimahullah, whatever the parents of Sheikh Abdul Qadir. Likewise, we mentioned an incident of a person who brought his child to a saint and a buzur, complaining that my child is taking drugs. And what the child turned around and told the saint, that my father is complaining about me, but my father is involved in porn. So when the parent is not a role model, then what do you expect from the child? So the parent has to be a role model for his child. They're saying that people normally used to say, do as I say, but don't do as I do. It doesn't work yet. It does not work. You have to be a role model for your child. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned, Muru sibyanakum bis salati idha balagu sabah sinin. They command your child, that he must perform the salah in the seven years of age. وَضْرِبُوهُمْ إِذَا بَلَهُ عَشْرَ سِنِينَ He reads the age of ten, but he still doesn't want to read, then reprimand him. But always mention that there's no need to reprimand the child to read the salah. If the child from the young age is watching his parents reading salah every time salah time comes, whenever the azan is going, he sees that my father is going somewhere. Where my father is going, he's going to the masjid. My mother, what she's doing, she's going to the musallah and performing the salah. If that parent is doing that, and by the time the child reaches the age of seven and ten, there's no need to tell the child because he knows that I have to go for my salah. 
Fuqaha mentioned that when the father comes onto the table, then he should recite the Bismillah loudly, not softly, loudly. Why? So that everyone else is encouraged to even read the Bismillah before they even eat it. So the parents has to be a role model. Then you will find that the same thing. Because remember, we are very quick to blame the outside, the friends, and who the who the child is is mixing up with. But when the child is young, the first people that he's sitting with and he's mixing around with is his parents. His parents are the first people that he's mixing around with. So whatever he's watching, he's watching what the parents. And I'd mentioned that Imam Ghazali rahmatullahi has mentioned that the child's mind is like a rohi mahfuz, like a sponge. He's taking in everything, it's recording everything, whatever he sees around him. And then when the child grows older, and the child is going to press play. And everything that is coming out, whatever he recorded. So if he had good habits, then the same child when he grows big, and all the good habits will come out. Another very important thing with regards to parents when it comes to role model, there has to be a team effort. A team effort. Many a time we find this complaint, that the child will go up to the father, he wants to do something wrong, he wants to go to some wrong place, he wants to join wrong company, the father will refuse. But then he'll go to the mother, then the mother will accept. The mother will allow him to go. Or it is the other way around. The mother is not allowing it, the father is allowing it. So now the child has already found a doorway where he can fulfill all his needs and all the wrongs that he's doing. So there has to be a team effort between parents. That's why Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa mentions, and I mentioned even last, last bayan that I've been mentioning, that when does the upbringing of the child even begin, even before the child is even born, even before the marriage, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa says, choose such a partner, girl and boy, to such a partner choose deen. Why? Because later on in life, you will assist one another, you will assist your child also to come closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So there has to be the team effort. Secondly, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned that ma nahala walidun waladan min nahlin afdala min adabin hasani that no child, no parent has given his child a better gift than teaching him good morals and good character. Now what's the meaning of good morals and good character? We find many of our parents, they will put people's children in non-Muslim schools and white schools, etc. Expensive white schools. We ask them, why are you being there? You know, because people's behavior is very good. They got a lot of respect, etc. So what is the meaning of good morals? That good morals means good morning, good afternoon, thank you. Does that mean the good mor- all the good morals? What's the meaning of good morals? Good morals, number one, is respecting the orders of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Respecting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, respecting the commandments of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's the first thing. What's the use of saying that child is learning how to say thank you and good morning, but he doesn't know who is Allah, he doesn't know who is Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, his iman is great. So respect for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the greatness of Allah. A maktab child was asked, who is the greatest? And he gave one cartoon on cartoon character. So from a young age, that child doesn't even understand who is Allah. Whereas when you look at the child, the first thing that goes into the ears of the child is what? Is azan and iqam. Speaking about the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So are we inculcating the respect for Allah, the greatness for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the heart of the child? Speaking about azan and iqama, this one example. The azan is going, or salah time it is, and we are watching some sports event. Or you're watching some, some television program. We're not condoning the watching of television that is promising. Obviously, it's not permissible. But we are saying, we're just using this as an example. 
and the time of salah is great. We are sitting and watching that with our children. At that time, we're supposed to be leaving all that and going and reading our salah. But we are continuing with that wrong that we are doing. So what are we teaching our children? Are we teaching them the importance and the greatness of Allah? Or are we teaching them something else? So the first thing we have to show them the greatness of Allah. The second thing we have to show them the love for Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and respect for Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The way we dress our children, the way they're behaving. Are we dressing them the way the sportsmen are addressing? The way all the television idols are or addressing? Or we making them dress according to the sunnah of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. One saint mentioned very beautifully. He says that on a Friday, which is the Jummah, like the eighth day of a person. Normally, we find that in the weekend, we meet the child, we dress him up very nicely. We give him that spending also, something to spend on the, on the Sunday or the weekend. He says, you must do that on the Friday. Show him the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. On that Friday, show him he must dress according to sunnah also. And whatever you're giving to the child, you must give it to him on that Friday. Show him the importance of that day. Show him the importance of the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So creating the respect of Nabi Kareem sallallahu in the heart of the child. One sahabi, he told his son, his incident mentioned in hadith, he told his son or his nephew, his nephew was just throwing stones aimlessly, throwing some pebbles aimlessly. So he told his son that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa mentioned, without any need, don't just throw the stones and pebbles, you may hurt someone, you may hurt someone. <coughs> anyway, he went away. When he came back, he saw the child was still continuing there. He told him, I'm telling you, the Nabi is, is, is telling you not to do it, but you're still doing that. And then he, and then he reprimanded. Now today, when a child doesn't listen to us, we will get upset. The child breaks the law of Allah and Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi not getting upset. So we have to teach in the heart of the child, we have to show him the importance of Allah and his Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Thirdly, we have to show him the importance of the deen of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. If you look at our, our society, how much of importance do we give to dini knowledge or the maktab of the child over his secular knowledge? I haven't heard of a child taking off from school to come to madrasa. But we always find that the child is never in madrasa because he got the tuition, he got some sports event, he got something. So are we showing the importance of dini knowledge over the secular? No one is saying that you must not give the secular knowledge. But are we showing that importance of the dini knowledge? And sometimes we will send our children to Muslim schools. And remember that Muslim school does not take the place of a maktab. Because the main focus of that school is the education, the secular education. Not the madrasa education. It is like going to a conventional bank and they got a branch for Islamic banking also. It doesn't make it an Islamic bank. It's still a conventional bank. So we got that school, which is a school for secular education and it just got one hour or two hours for Islamic studies. So it doesn't make it an Islamic school. It doesn't make it a madrasa. We still have to take our child and we still have to put him into the madrasa after, after school. Just to show the importance of this madrasa. So I just mentioned a few things just to show about the importance of the upbringing of our child. That on the day of Qiyamah, there will be two people. They will be under the shade of the arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One will be that Imam al-Adil, that leader, that parent also is also a leader. And the other is that youngster was brought up in the ibadat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We go to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah give us tawfiq to make amal, inshallah. Allah akbar, Allah akbar, akbar. Shahadu an la ilaha illallah. Ashahadu an la ilaha illallah. Ashahadu an la muhammad al rasulullah. Ashahadu an la muhammad al rasulullah. Ayyuhu alayhi salam. 
الحمد لله القائل يا ايها الذين امنوا ادخلوا في السلم كافه ولا تتبعوا خطوات الشيطان انه لكم عدو مبين ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا مولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله الذي ارسل الى الناس كافه بشيرا ونذيرا وداعيا الى الله باذنه وسراجا منيرا صلى الله تعالى عليه وعلى اله واصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا اما بعد فيا ايها الناس اوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله فقد فاز المتقون وقد قال تبارك وتعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا وقد قال تبارك وتعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله ولتنظر نفس ما قدمت لغد واتقوا الله ان الله خبير بما تعملون وقد قال تبارك وتعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وذروا ما بقي من الربا ان كنتم مؤمنين وقد قال تبارك وتعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وكونوا مع الصادقين صدق الله العظيم بارك الله لنا ولكم في القران العظيم ونفعنا واياكم بالايات والذكر الحكيم انه تعالى جواد كريم ملك بالرؤوف الرحيم الحمد لله القائل والسابقون الاولون من المهاجرين والانصار والذين تبعوهم باحسان رضي الله عنهم ورضوا عنه وعد لهم جنات تجري تحتها الانهار خالدين فيها ابدا ذلك الفوز العظيم ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا مولانا محمد عبده ورسوله ارسله بالحق مشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعه ان يطيع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعصي ما فانه لا يضر الا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم محمد رسول الله والذين معه أشداء ولا الكفار رحماء بينهم تراهم ركعا سجدا يبتغون يبتغون فضلا من الله ورضوانا سماهم في وجوههم من أثر السجود ذلك مثلهم في التوراة ومثلهم في الإنجيل كزرع أخرج شطعه فآزره فاستغلد فاستوى على سوقه يوجب الزرع أن يغيض بهم الكفار وعد الله الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات منهم مغفرة وجرا عظيما وقد قال النبي صلى الله تعالى عليه وسلم الله الله في أصحابي لا تتخذ مورضا من بعدي ومن أحبهم فبحبي أحبهم ومن أبغضهم فبغضي أبغضهم وخير أمتي قرني ثم الذين لونهم ثم الذين لونهم اللهم انصر من نصر دين محمد صلى الله تعالى عليه وسلم وجعلنا منهم اللهم إنا نسلك العفو والعافية والمعافاة الدائمة في الدين والدنيا والآخرة والفوز بالجنة والنجاة من النار عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وإنهان الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي أيدكم لعلكم تذكرون واذكروني أذكركم واشكروني ولا تذكرون يستكني الشخص سنشوف الشخص يستكني الشخص يستكني الشخص يستكني الشخص الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين إن صراط المستقيم صراط الذين نعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ونفضون 
والتين والزيتون وتور سينين وهذا البلد العمين لقد خلقنا الإنسان في أحسن تقويم ثم رددناه أسفل سافلين إن الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات فلهم أجر غير ممنون فما يكذبك بعد بالدين أليس الله بأحكم الحاكمين سميع الله من حمده الله الله أكبر الله الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا صراط المستقيم صراط الذين نعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين قل يا أيها الكافرون لا أعبد ما تعبدون ولا أنتم عابدون ما أعبد ولا أنا عابد ما عبدتم ولا أنتم عابدون ما أعبد لكم دينكم ولي دين سميع الله من حمده الله الله أكبر الله الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله صبح الخير ورحمة الله والسلام صبارك يا ذو الجلال اللهم إني على شكرك وحسن عبادتك اللهم أحسن عقبتنا في الأمور كلها وأجلنا من خزي الدنيا وعذاب القبر وعذاب الآخرة اللهم ثبتنا على الإيمان وأمتنا على الإيمان وأحسننا يوم القيامة والإيمان اللهم ربنا توفنا مسلمين وانحنا بالشهداء والصالحين والخزايا والمقتولين اللهم انا نسالك من خير ما سبق حبيبك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر حبيبك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم انت المستعان وليك البلاغ لا حول ولا قوه الا بالله العظيم سبحان ربك العزه والمرزق سلام على المرسلين